It's that time again. Time for another episode of the Bo and More PA Podcast. Today, Bo is chatting with Tara Brodish from Crescent Lake Playhouse. They got an event going on this weekend. The Pencrest Music Fest at Crescent Lake Playhouse has great bands and a whole lot more. And it helps to raise money for the Crescent Lake Playhouse, which is just an incredible local venue for entertainment in our area with live plays. She talks about the plays coming up a whole lot more and of course what's going on this weekend. It's the Bill and More PA Podcast. The Penn Crest Bank Music Fest at Crescent Lake occurring once again this year. Joining us in the studio to talk about what's going on on this day is Tara Broda. She is the board secretary of Crescent Lake. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much. Always good to have you with us. And of course, as I love to talk about live music, I love to talk about theater. Always great to talk about things that are going on within our community. Saturday, July 15th from 1 to 9. This is such a great day. I was involved with this last year and just so impressed with what you and the organizers do here, Tara. Thank you. Thank you. So this year it's the same format, but we have four new bands that are coming this year. So first up we have Stacy and Tony from Stacy and the Rejects. Mm -hmm. So they'll kick off at 1.30. And they do a mix of anything from the 1960s on. And, you know, Stacy, I've, I've known for a while, very, very talented performer. And Stacy and Tony from 1.30 to 2.30, I think people are going to like what they see with that first act. Yes, I've been following them around town, around Evansburg, and we are really happy that they could join us this year. Your group coming in from three to four, I have to admit, I'm not familiar with them, but I always appreciate being able to see performers that I'm not familiar with. And Stella's Revival, again, I don't know them, but I'm curious to find out about them. Yeah, they're a band out of Northern Cambria. They play a mixture of country and rock, and they're really excited to join us this year. Very nice. This next act, a lot of people around these parts very familiar with what they're doing, especially here. I don't know if you're familiar with the classic vinyl series that Jeff Webb and Delectable Sound are doing. But they are taking classic albums of the rock and roll era and performing them all in their entirety at the State Theater in Johnstown. A sellout shows, quickly becoming one of the favorite acts in this area, Jeff Webb and Delectable Sound. Yes, we were very happy that they were able to join us on this day. Uh, They're going to perform from 4.30 to 6.30, and we really like their act because they can provide all different types of genres so everybody can enjoy their music. Jeff Webb, professor of music at uh, University of Pittsburgh at Johnstown, also uh, head of uh, Johnstown Symphony Chorus, becoming quite the heavy hitter, and he has people in his bands that have been uh, performing for a long time. You never know who he's going to show up with because sometimes on stage, Jeff has shown up with uh, an ensemble of like 25 or 30 people. I'm sure (laughs) this is scaled down a little bit like that. I mean, it's tough to get the horns to hear outside (laughs) and all that stuff. But even so, as you say, Tara, it's going to be just a nice eclectic mix of all kinds of different styles. And that's nice. And that's one thing again, that I'm very impressed with what I saw last year is the different type of styles that uh, can be family friendly and people of all all ages can certainly appreciate. 
Yes. And what else is nice about the Music Fest is it's not so much a concert. We want you to get up and move around, visit our concession stand. Um, We'll have some, you know, outdoor games there too. And we want you to bring your friends, bring your chairs. If you want, bring a tent and stay all day. We don't want this to be like a concert-like atmosphere. Yeah. And before we get into the last act, the fact that this raises funds for what you do there. Eventually, I'd like to get into exactly what you do there. But I think people also need to know the need that you have to put these shows on. Before we talk in detail about the shows, but just the fact that COVID has had such an impact, okay? Even though we're going back four plus years, the impact is still felt today, isn't it? It is. So we're still getting back into our groove. Uh, We did have a season where we had no shows. And then we had a season where we only were able to put on one. And this is our second season where we have a full lineup. So we have, um, are still getting back into the groove, but it's really nice when we can look out into the audience and we really see people enjoying themselves again. I remember a conversation that I had with Paul Seymour, the artistic director, but a conversation with him about how people don't understand sometimes just what it takes to put on a show, that you need funds in advance to do this. And the biggest fundraiser that you have is actually buying tickets to go to these shows. When you don't have those shows to sell, that puts a big void. And that's why events like this are so important, aren't they? It is. So we run solely on um, a few grants that we get, but also just general fundraisers. So we do one in the winter. It's during Dickens of a Christmas. It's like a Santa bar crawl. And this is our other large fundraiser for the summer. So the money that we raise here, you know, we need that to last throughout the season for sets and costumes and any other rights or uh, materials that we need to run the shows. Yeah, because seriously, I and again, I'll go back to people not understanding things but to buy the rights to the music to do some of these shows can sometimes cost thousands of dollars exactly yeah and the more popular the show the more expensive the rights are which of course we want the shows to be interesting and popular so we we want that quality affordable theater so we need the fundraisers and the sponsorships to come through so support this organization and support the vendors you had briefly mention the vendors that are there anybody gets a special shout out now's your opportunity (laughs) so this year um we have a food truck coming called get your grub on he's going to try to make the food offering match the music that he hears so he will have his food truck there and then our own concession stand will be open for snacks and drinks and then we also will be selling alcohol so you can just come and bring your chair and then everything else you can purchase that day and it's such a laid-back atmosphere also you have people set up at picnic tables you also have people that bring their lawn chairs or sit on the lawn you know you're free to do as you wish as you're there which is kind of cool there's no assigned type of seating that's there and uh this different variety of acts just makes it a very relaxing saturday it is it's really a nice day and um last year we had beautiful weather so we even brought some tents and and hung out under there so we're really hoping for a good day this year the pencrest bank music fest at crescent lake saturday july 15th from 1 to 9 and to review stacy and tony from 1 30 to 2 30 stella's revival excited about that from 3 to 4 jeff webb an electable sound from 4 30 to 6 30 and closing out the nights these guys are legendary they've been around these parts my note says 10 plus years I think it's close to 20 they've been doing this a long time giants of science yeah I mean I've 
I think I saw them back at the yesterday's party a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, we're really excited to have them. Um, I know they have a big following in the um, Evansburg, Johnstown area. And so we're really excited that they can close out the night. Yeah, Giants. So I, of course, and I remember them, Doherty's territory, which is now the Woodside back in the late 90s whenever mm-hmm. I did happy hours there. So yeah, so it's been, <laughs> so it's well over 20 yeah. years that they've been together. And what I love about Giants of Science is you know is how they really get into the music that they play and that's what's made them a fan favorite for many years. Yeah, they're quite an entertaining uh, show. This has to be a lot of fun because this is obviously a different list of uh, performers that you had last year. As, as well. And I know that because I was there and got to see uh, everybody that was there on stage. So this has to be fun being behind the scenes to think about who can we ask this year? Who can get involved with this? And um, I'm sure a lot of things have to fall in place the right way to get who you want. But it also shows that there's many, many talented local performers playing music in this region. It's quite an interesting uh, conversation at our committee meetings because we have people of all ages. Um, you know, I'm in my 30s and we have people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. So the conversation of music, it does get a little uh, <laughs> um, funny at times of yeah. who we should bring. But it's nice because we know we want bands that represent our entire area. Yeah, yeah. And and quite a crew that it is, you know, with these, with these heads that you... Put together, as we mentioned, Paul Seymour. Here's a guy that's been involved in the arts for many years as uh, part of the music department at uh, Central Cambria. And uh, uh, Tom Stewart, who mm-hmm. I know, a great guy, you know, as well. Just there's probably some some others here to give a shout out that have uh, given their time to this as well. Yeah, so on our Music Fest committee, uh, we also have Josh Duman. So he's our new facilities director. Very helpful. Yes, last year. yes. What a go getter he is. <laughs> um, his wife, Mariah Duman, yeah. um, she runs our concession stand for this event, which I appreciate. Also connected to Central Campus yes. School District, both of them yes. are. Yeah. Um, Scott Getz, who's actually our board president. And uh, Matt Coingsberg, he's a board member. And Bob Crucial, who's a board member as well. No doubt, a ton of volunteer hours mm-hmm. that go into that. Yes, we uh, we meet probably once a month starting in January uh, to select our bands and make sure we're in constant contact. And now we're going through just making sure we have all the details and making sure we're, you know, connected with our sponsors to make sure they have what they need. And um, right now we're just finalizing the details. And obviously to get this going behind the scenes, when you talk about these board of people that you need uh, to get these sponsors involved here too. So there's an opportunity for you to give a thank you to the people who have helped out a great deal. Yes. So first, I'd like to thank uh, Pencrest Bank. Uh, They are our title sponsor. Uh, We have our ACT sponsors. That's uh, Kim Springer with State Farm Insurance of Ebensburg, uh, the Ebensburg Moose, and Hometown Markets. Our tent sponsors, uh, Worklake Staffing, Wise Trailer Sales, and More Gains Fitness. At the gold level, we have the Evansburg Rotary and the USSCO Federal Credit Union. The silver level, Dr. Cavalier Orthodontics. And then our Crescent Lake supporters, Dr. Hicks and Dr. Dill. Wonderful. And obviously, these shows that you have, who you have to market to, being in the location of where you are, you probably have to rely upon Altoona. You have to rely upon Johnstown. 
But there's also a base, I'm sure, of people that perhaps come from areas such as State College all the way down to Cumberland as well, right? Yeah, we really get people from all over. And depending on the show, if there's a particular show that people want to see that hasn't been offered in the area, we even get people from out of state. Mm -hmm. Um, So this year we are doing uh, Misery in the fall, and that's usually a, uh, a show that people will travel far for. Um, and we're also doing our big summer show of Catch Me If You Can. Oh, um, nice. So that's one that's probably going to sell out just as the summer show has in the past four or five years. Um, it's going to be a crowd pleaser with lots of dancing, um, very high energy, definitely opposite of Hunchback of last year. That was um, obviously fantastic and very artistic, but you know, not as happy and, and joyful yeah. as Catch Me will be. And I'm going to mention behind the scenes again, Tara, but... But who do you bring in to perform at these shows? Do you have local talent? Is Are there troops of traveling performers that, you know, perhaps that you can draw from as well? We really just put out the word that, um, a couple months ahead of time, you know, what we're looking for as far as age range or if... Um focus on dancing or whatnot. Um, And then we also have a group of people that really we rely on uh, for every season, like, hey, this is what we're looking for. Are you interested? And then they usually show up to audition. Um, But we pull from all areas, you know, the Altoona area, Johnstown, um, and the Evansburg crowd. Um, And and really, it's nice when they can get together because they are from different areas. And that's what makes a true community theater. You know, it's so neat when you look on stage. um, These are not professional actors. It's very interesting when you look out. And I'm just thinking about the cast that I see now. There's an art teacher, a music teacher, an insurance salesman. You know, you can have a banker. It's people from the regular day-to-day living and it's really neat when you look onto that stage and you see people you know and you're like I just saw him yesterday at the grocery store and then today he's here and you know he's doing this professionally it's it's so neat to see I have to I have to tell you that I I didn't know that because I thought that some of these performers that you had were professionals because of the some of the shows that I've seen I've just been blown away by Mm -hmm. and just amazed by that yeah none of our actors and actresses are paid Uh, they are all volunteer but they do it because they love it so much so we really thank them because they love the arts so much and they want to come and perform. Yeah. So similar to this group of people that you associate with getting together to talk about performers for this show, probably the same thing in regard to upcoming shows. You know, what do you go with something that's traditional? Do you go with something that's that's new? I kind of like to have a mix. I thought it was cool. I saw Newsies a few years ago. Mm-hmm totally blown away by that Mm -hmm. and what i loved about that was it was something that was trending that was a show that was you know really touring the country in different types of areas but to think that that was done by local performers that's incredible yeah it's it is a hard you know i talked to paul the artistic director and we have a new artistic director that will start in january 2024 and you really have to think about what is the audience going to enjoy because we you know we need the ticket sales to keep the theater running so we need to make sure we can fill those seats so it's what they're going to enjoy but also what we can fill as far as actors and directors it is hard because it's not something you do for the money you know our directors and our stage managers and our sound people they're not making you know a ton of money doing these shows they do it because they love it it. Um, so we need people to to help us out 
And you can help this great organization out on Saturday, July 15th. The event goes from 1 to 9. That's the Pencrest Bank Music Fest at Crescent Lake. Our guest today, Tara Brodish, she is the board secretary of the organization and Tara if people want to reach out they want ticket information what do you advise they do uh, if you want to go to our website this crescentlake.com you can buy your tickets there for the music fest $15 pre-sale or if you want to wait and buy them at the door they will be $20 we also have a lot of information on our Facebook page Crescent Lake Playhouse or you can call the box office Four seven two four three three three. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, that was well rehearsed because I was getting ready to read that phone number. You got to give me something to do here, Sorry. Tara. <laughs> Always great to see you. Good luck with this. I think this is absolutely wonderful, and uh, the work you do, Tara. I think that's so cool. Especially all the work behind the scenes, and then the day of that has to be so exciting. But you probably don't get a chance to relax. You're probably running all over the place, I'm sure. Yeah, we have a nice schedule of volunteers. All of our board members do sign up for the day, but it is nice because you're still surrounded by music and we're still surrounded by all the people of the theater, so it's still a good day. And we are getting ready to celebrate our 50th year, our 50th season at Crescent Lake, so we're still you know, starting to think about that for next year. Well, please tell my friends, Paul and Tom and Josh and Mariah that I said hello. I will. Keep doing the great work you do. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out the episode. I am producer Russ. If you got a 501c3 or a local charity you want to tell us about on the program, you can email me R-B-E-C-K-E-T-T at the number 7 mountainsmedia.com The Bow and More BA Podcast. <laughs>